This is Trigger Point, episode 15. My name's Serena, and sitting across from me is my co-host, Peter. Hello, Peter. Hello, everyone. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! <laughs> uh, we are recording on the 25th of December. Christmas Day! Christmas Woo-hoo. Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, we should kind of go to show. Uh, we're just really sad we haven't been introduced. Have we, been- we haven't been invited to any Christmas parties. Like- <laughs> That's- is that why we're both sitting here? We're on our- <laughs> uh, well, actually, for for me, because um, my family actually doesn't celebrate Christmas, so I've never actually had a Christmas party in my whole life anyway, so we don't... Well, not family Christmas parties. Not family Christmas parties, right. yes. Um, so, actually, I was, I was supposed to be working today, but then work was like, ah, oh, we have enough people, so I was like, okay, then I have the day off, which was good i guess i have a day off but then i'm like what am i gonna do today because the worst thing about christmas day is nothing is open (laughs) everything is closed yeah if you you don't plan ahead if you find out that your fridge is empty or your your pantry is empty you know good luck trying to find some place to buy stuff obviously that does not occur to me because i pre-planned these things so i have food in my fridge <laughs> oh you don't have to worry about me i would always have instant noodles or like frozen pizza in the freezer <laughs> food you that, know that's food but that is not food serena you know actual food like real food things that you need to cook <laughs> hey you have to cook instant noodles what are you talking about and you have to bake frozen pizza i don't microwave that stuff i, I bake it <laughs> And I have ingredients for making pancakes from scratch because I've been doing that. Yes. It is the one thing that Serena has managed to now got down pat. <laughs> yes, I've managed to make pancakes from scratch. <laughs> Applause, everyone. Wow. <laughs> um, no, but we, we should say that we, we don't... No, my family doesn't really celebrate Christmas either, but... Um, I mean, we our friends celebrate Christmas. You've been invited to friends' Christmas parties, maybe? Well, they just don't happen on Christmas Day. No. Oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah. I'm actually having a, a Christmas party, well... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So yeah. it's actually the Boxing Day party. Yeah. <laughs> but that's more usual. Like, you know, Christmas Day, I guess, traditionally is supposedly... Like with family. families, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. it's kind of weird for us to have Christmas parties inviting other people. Uh, well, I mean... When I was living overseas, that would happen because a lot of my colleagues were also like me, like yeah, working yeah, overseas. True. No, no one had their family around, yeah. so you know you got to spend that with, yeah. with with people. But once you're back where your family are, then it's, yeah. you, you should be spending time with your family. Yeah, I think it's just like yeah, a lot of my friends would obviously be spending time with their families. Yeah. Um, and the people who didn't have family would be like me and you. <laughs> Lazing at home doing nothing. I know, right? <laughs> it's fantastic. That's, the, that's totally what I would have been doing if I didn't have to do this. Hey! <laughs> and no, no, no. This is, as in, if, uh, this is what I would be doing yeah. if, I, if yeah. I hadn't needed to come and record. I would be lounging around and do nothing. Because <laughs> like, it's the best day to do that. <laughs> like what I did yesterday. I watched the whole of season two, the Expanse season two yesterday in one day. 13 episodes. It's like, Yet you didn't manage to do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later, Serena. Uh, okay, so, yeah, so we're doing this on Christmas Day. Yep. Um, and what else have we been doing? Uh, well, it's a lot of Christmas-related stuff. <laughs> well, we've already mentioned Peter has his Boxing Day party tomorrow. Yep. Um, and I think you've been readying some food, cooking up a storm. Yeah, making a Yule log. 
And for those yes. who don't know what Yulog is, is basically a Swiss roll. Swiss roll covered in chocolate and then made to look like a log mm. with like icing sugar on it mm. to make it look like it's been snowed on. <laughs> mm. I look forward to eating that tomorrow. Yeah. Um, My contribution to his party is buying probably cheesels, yep. probably Doritos, yep. nothing that requires cooking. Yes, and, and please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I could make pancakes. <laughs> that is true. That is true. You could probably still make pancakes. <laughs> and I would have all the ingredients there. <laughs> oh, okay. So I don't even need to bring... No, you don't need Do to you have a mixer? Any... Because I can't mix my own. Really? Well, you can... You can... You can... Let me try making whisking it by hand. Yeah, actually, know. no, that's a bad idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, a lot of my friends are bringing food. Um, yes. I'm making a roast pork, actually. Oh, they're also trying to put as much weird stuff as they could possibly <laughs> in put in, in a tacos. Yeah. Which is why I'm going to bring Tim Tams. <laughs> someone has to try. I'm not. I'm not, but someone else can. <laughs> Tim Tam tacos. Oh, God, that's <laughs> disgusting. Uh, yeah, and uh, Serena, why don't you tell everyone about your little uh, uh, adventure with your Christmas tree? Look, um, it, it, it's not little. It did take two days. <laughs> um, so... On the first weekend of December, I decided to set up my Christmas tree. And it was only then that I realized my existing Christmas tree had not survived the move to my new house. And so... Speaking of, I haven't been to a new place yet. Oh. I have to, I have to go, go and visit yeah, to a new place. Okay. Anyway, continue. Yeah, okay. You should come when the tree's still up. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> because, okay. So, so what was supposed to be an afternoon exercise in setting up a Christmas tree turned into a two-day quest um, in trying to find and buy a Christmas tree in the first weekend because everyone's apparently trying to do the same thing. Every shop I went to was like sold out. Um, I had to jump from, you know, drive from one end of the city to the other end of the city. I had to nearly physically assault the salesperson (laughs) to to get the tree that I wanted, come home and then find out that the lights I brought was incorrect and had to uh, go to the shops the next day. Uh, to buy the correct lights, to find out the lights were sold out and had to go to a different shop and buy lights. It was um, a fantastic experience, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) So now I have a very fancy tree at home because anything less fancy has been completely sold out. Um, And uh, I have a tree at home that no one sees because I'm not having a party. I know, right? Which is why it's like, why did you do it in the first place? Well, you see, um, I I have this gaping void... (laughs) During, during the holidays seasons and I normally try to fill it by spending a lot of money <laughs> like buying a lot of stuff <laughs> and then I look at my bank account on, in January and I realise now I have a gaping void in my <laughs> bank account and I have to try and fill that for the rest of the year so that's that yeah. <laughs> retail uh, therapy it works sure sure <laughs> uh, you should really put up a photo um, of your tree Oh, okay. Uh, on or either on our Facebook or Twitter, Twitter or, or anything. Like. I know, right? You need to you need to show how 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 much effort you put into this <laughs> tree that took two days to do. I still think it looks better in real life than in photos because the 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 color theme I chose was like silver, white, and green, mm. and the decorations are also slightly green and stuff. But when you put it on the green tree, it doesn't look as impressive. You know, impressive. <laughs> like I feel like I need to buy like an extra load of 
decorations just to put it on just to you know i don't know whether people have noticed in the shops like the trees you barely see the trees yeah. right the amount of baubles and stuff <laughs> the amount of like tinsels you put on it yeah. it basically covers the tree itself so yeah. it's like so where, where is this tree <laughs> I, I see i see a bunch of you know decorations but yeah. don't see the tree at all <laughs> i think this is also the first year i tried putting up a tree when i have a cat so that was kind of interesting. Although my cat doesn't seem interested in jumping into the trees. For that, I'm grateful. Because I saw some stuff, like some posts online, about what the lengths people go to to keep their pets away from their tree. <laughs> like they have, you know those baby fence things? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. They, they, they surround the tree. <laughs> or like some people actually mount the tree on their ceiling upside down, you know, to keep their cats away. Or like I saw some really sad looking trees where the decorations is only in the top half of the tree. <laughs> so nothing gets dragged down on the bottom half so i'm like uh, i'm glad i'm glad mine was mine survived so far it's a whole month you know so where's your tree actually i just noticed where's your christmas decoration peter Uh, your house doesn't have any christmas decoration did i not just mention that i don't celebrate christmas neither do we doesn't stop you from putting something up right that takes effort I just mentioned yesterday, like I just mentioned just before, like if I had the choice, I'd be sitting around doing absolutely nothing. That includes putting decorations up. That takes effort, okay? You know, you could buy like those little small trees, like, like LED, <laughs> USB trees, you just plug into a computer and it lights up. Oh, I have, I have that at my, at my parents' place. <laughs> so tomorrow we will have a Christmas tree that has decorations and Wait, the on tiny it. one? Oh, I wonder whether I could fit my 210 centimeters tree in my boot. Like, <laughs> just bring it to your house. <laughs> no, then, then you make my tree look inadequate and I don't want that. <laughs> my tree already looks inadequate as it is because I put zero effort into it it was like um because i think it was from last year that i had it it i didn't take it down what <laughs> yeah, i know right it's <laughs> <Just> really bad <laughs> it's been sitting well because my parent wasn't here this year so i've barely been home this year and so my parents hasn't been there to kind of like remind me that you should really take down that christmas tree down yeah holy crap so it's been there for the last year Wow. So we go to your house and we can help you dust <laughs> dust off the <laughs> dust off my tree. For we me. shake your tree and like spiders and stuff are just fall out. <laughs> hey, but it has like it, it has its internal light, so I don't need to put lighting on it. Pre-lighted, yeah. pre-lit ones. Yeah, yeah I I actually See, saw those. It's, yeah. it's really nice. I liked it. Like it, you know, it does do it has like you know different colors and you can. But the sense of accomplishment. Like getting your arms all scratched up just to get the lights into the tree. Yeah, how many days did you do this again? Hey, it's only two days, okay? When you think <laughs> it's about only it, only two days <laughs> to put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah. So, well, we will have a Christmas tree tomorrow at my parents' place. Um, okay. So that 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 would fill the you know festival um, festivity you know. On a side note, uh, yeah. do you have like UE, uh, you know, ultimate ear uh, speakers at home? No. Like the Bluetooth speakers? No. Mm-hmm. No, because I have two of those at home. I could bring them over and we could pump out some Christmas songs. And the idea is that if you have multiple of them, you can link them all up. Like you can have a, I think it was a maximum of 50 speakers all linked up onto the one phone. <laughs> and you can have them spread all around the house and they'll be playing the same song. Oh, like, God, that's terrible. And the thing is, like, everyone at the party could all contribute to the playlist. Like, everyone just dumps songs in. 
it's, it's, it's kind of an interest. I haven't managed to do that because I keep on forgetting some of my friends have them and I forget to bring my speakers along right. to like, you know. But can you just imagine everyone playing like, oh, like and think about The Mariah Carey Christmas song. Yeah, yeah. I actually have no problems with that song. Huh. Compared to some of the, like, that that drummer boy one. I can't forget, remember the one. Yeah. Uh, it's like some, it, some it, Christmas, Christmas songs. songs. Like look, look, Christmas, Christmas song in general, just, it, it, you, I've heard of it enough times. It, it's about, you know, it, it makes my ears bleed. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help that, you know, as a kid, I, I, I was in choir. And so whenever yes, yeah. Christmas time, we have to do carols. And I like carols, except I have to do the same carols every single year. <laughs> For, I don't know, what, 13 years or something. Oh, yeah, well, when I was a kid, um, December 1st rolls around. Okay, you know how I said my family don't do Christmas? Yeah. But my dad does Christmas in a very strange way. December 1st rolls around. He'll put the vinyl, like the final album. Oh, yeah, we yeah, have yeah. a Christmas vinyl album. He'll put it into the, the thing and he'll crank it up really loud every morning for the whole of December. That was my Christmas memory. Wow. Like, every weekend, I'd wake up, like, crack of dawn with this blasting throughout the house. <laughs> and I'd be like, why? Why would you do this to me? <laughs> but now that I've grown up and no one else does it, I go downstairs, and put on that vinyl, and crank it up and wake up everyone else in the house. Because, like, now it's my turn. And I, now I understand why my da- dad does it. There's this kind of, like, sick, like, uh, sense, like, this, this... <laughs> Not accomplishment, but there's that kind of, um... What, what was that word? Uh... Vindictive kind of like. <laughs> if I can't, if I have to suffer from this, so will all of you. <laughs> I already know the answer to this. Huh? Have you watched Star Wars yet? Oh right, no, <laughs> I have not watched Star Wars yet, and that's not because I don't like Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I, I've seen all of them, and I yeah. do love. And it's like I have a. I have a Lego Millennium, uh, not Millennium, I have a Star Destroyer yeah. in my house. I, I do like Star Wars. I just never, I never go and watch it during the first two, three weeks. <laughs> two, three weeks. <laughs> um, most movies don't last more than two, three weeks, <laughs> which is why you don't watch a lot of movies. I know, right. <laughs> um, with um, Star Wars, I think that, um, or with some of the movies, I feel like if you watch it within the first week, you're bound to be watching with other people who are also fans. Mm. So you would always be watching it with people who would appreciate the movie. Because what I hate most is if you go into a cinema and you're watching it with people who don't really want to be there, Uh, right? If they don't get the genre or they don't get the references or they're only there because they're, they're... you know, spouses or something take them there. Yep. And then you have to deal with people talking through the yeah, movie or yeah. bringing kids there because they don't understand what the movie's about. And they think, yeah, taking a kid to a midnight showing of Star Wars makes sense because they're not going <laughs> to cry through it. Uh, no, it wasn't Star Wars. What was it that I watched that had that? I can't remember. Like, it just, it infuriates me yeah. that people take, people, you know, watch a movie and they don't have basic manners. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, don't, don't talk through <laughs> scenes. So normally when you watch it within the first week, you're less likely to do that because one, it's harder to get tickets. People Mm. pre-order. And the people who put that effort in aren't going to take their kids in, hopefully. Mm. Um, Although in saying that, when I went to watch Star Wars, like this Star Wars, The Last Jedi, uh, Andrew was unfortunately sitting next to a woman who was asleep and snoring. So she obviously was dragged there by uh, her 
spouse mm-hmm. and she was so bored that she fell asleep and snored like i don't see how like i mean hey, we'll just stop there because i haven't seen that no 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 i'm not i'm not, not saying that i'm just saying any movie with any action yeah. would kind of i would assume would but if you're just not the type that likes action you you don't, they just don't interest you right like, i guess it just seems like a waste of money then right? well of course but all right each to their own, so yeah. you can't And Andrew got it. really annoyed because, you know, you don't want to hear snoring yeah, throughout the movie. Yeah. I think the only reason why I, I would be tempted to watch it early mm. is because I don't want to get spoiled. Yeah. So that, that I'll, was, yeah. so that you know, if I watch it, at least I know I won't get spoiled now because I know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but the uh, problem of watching it early, like me, is that I now want to talk about it. <laughs> and especially this month with all these Christmas parties mm-hmm. and stuff. People are walking into parties saying, have you watched it yet? Yeah. If you have, let's move to this side yeah, of the room. Right. If you haven't, move to, to that, that side, side of the room. room. <laughs> and then, you know, you're kind of like keeping it, which is still fine. Okay. To be honest, it's fine because at least the people who don't want to hear it, mm. they're still interested. Like yeah, they're yeah. fans and they're like, don't tell me. I'm yeah, just going to yeah. walk to this side. What was really annoying me is I like go into these parties, right? And everyone's like, okay, have you watched it yet? And it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And we were moving away. And then there'll be people like, oh, it's okay. I'm not interested. You could tell me. It's fine. I, I It's boring to yeah, me anyway. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, we just want to talk about this greatest movie we just watched, whether it was greatest or what, yeah, not, whatever, yeah. whatever, right? And then you just like dashed us with yeah, cold water by saying, eh, it's, it's, okay. it's, not, it's not a big deal. Yeah, you just know. spoil it anyway. It's like, <laughs> no, you don't get it. You don't have that same enthusiasm when yeah. we're talking about it. And, and we, 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 <laughs> we want to gush and like, you know, yeah. sing and talk about things that only fans would get. And yeah. you being here just dampens everything and <laughs> just make it so not emotional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when you guys roll your eyes when we talk about, you know, certain scenes and stuff. It no, <laughs> sorry, geek geekiness and stuff. You know, uh, no. So uh, no, I have not watched uh, Star Wars yet. I will be watching it next week. I think. Yes, <laughs> I think we. I think we have planned a date to. Have to... you bought the ticket yet? I'm not in charge of that, so <laughs> <laughs> I've given it to someone else to do. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will be watching it. I'm really looking forward to it. So. Uh, we will talk about it next recording. I think uh, that's enough about our uh, lack of plans, <laughs> lack of excitement for Christmas and New Year's. Hey, no, no, no! I did go to some Christmas parties where we had to do dress up. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The theme was uh, fantasy characters, like fictional characters. Oh, okay. And so, uh, because we went to Universal Studio and we bought a bucket load of like Harry, Harry Potter, Potter stuff, stuff. Mm. me and Andrew went as uh, uh, students, like mm-hmm. Hogwarts students, yep. uh, which is very annoying when you go with a, with a group of people who a didn't give put much effort into their costumes, if even like mm. half of the people didn't come in costume because it was always really warm. But there's aircon inside the house yeah. anyway. Um, and secondly, when you do put on your costume, when we put on our costumes, they're like. Um, so are you, because I didn't put on a cloak, it was too warm. Are you supposed to be a high school student? I'm like, no, I'm a, I'm a Hogwarts student. And they're like, Hogwarts? I'm like, Harry Potter. He's like, uh, where's your scar? 
I'm like, no, I'm a Hogwarts student. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm, I'm Harry not Harry. Potter. <laughs> like, I'm not Hermione either. <laughs> I'm not Hermione. Like, do you not see I'm Slytherin? Like, and they'll have this blank look on their face, and you're like, how did I even like? Who are these people who do not know Harry Potter? Like, we're all the same age. Did you not grow up with this? I don't expect you to have read the books. Mm. You've watched the movies, right? <laughs> do you not know the houses? Blank looks all around. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I, I only there was a there's a few people, and uh, it was just a little disappointing that you know. Then we had to bring out the wands, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay." And then we're like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah." Yeah. Uh, let's get on to our topic for today. Mm. Um, and our topic is the, the expanse. expanse. Which is on Netflix at the moment. Yes, so we're talking about the TV series, not the books. Although yep. there will be some comparison. Yes, well, by Serena anyway, since I've not read the books. Yes. <laughs> um, and season one and two is on Netflix at the moment. Yep. Season three is coming, I believe. I believe so, yes. Yeah. So that is our topic. Yes, so just a little bit of background. Uh, I have read up to book five. I thought I've read up to book six, but apparently I haven't. I was about to buy book seven. Uh, got the sample chapters, started reading, and I'm like, I have no clue what's going on. And I <laughs> so realized, <laughs> because you know, after a few books, you kind of lose track. Yeah, like yeah. I, I'm terrible with book names. I can't remember, like in a series, <laughs> I just remember book one, two, three, four. Like I can't remember individual names. <laughs> so once uh, a book, the series gets through a couple of books, I kind of lose track. Um, whereas Peter hasn't read any of the books before. Nope. I have not. But after watching the series, you do want to watch the TV series, uh, the books. You want to read the books. Kind of. Yes. Uh, but you didn't like the TV series. Seriously. <laughs> um, where do I begin? <laughs> okay, no. It's not that I didn't like the TV series, but I saw a lot of issues with it. Uh-huh. Uh, I saw a lot of flaws in it. And... I was I was disappointed, to be fair, um, mm-hmm. especially since I've heard a lot of great things about it, and and being a really you know uh, a strong uh, having a strong interest in sci-fi, everyone that I knew, they was like, oh, this sci-fi show is great, um, you know, we should really give this a go. And when Serena mentioned it, oh, she's like, you know, I really enjoyed the books; it's really good. You should watch it. And I was like, okay, yeah, that'll be good. I, I had this really high expectation. It didn't live up to it, unfortunately. Not even close. I am a binge watcher. I love binge watching shows. And generally, a 10 episode uh, season. season, I can do it in like half a day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I can just sit there for like, you know, the eight hours and just binge the whole thing. I had to watch The Expanse for, in four separate goes. Yeah. That's how long it took me to. Now we have to remember that. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, there were technical issues on my part. Um, for some reason, my Netflix, whenever it played the Expanse, it kept on just logging out. I don't know why. It it was just the Expanse as well. Nothing else. It was with the Expanse. Every time I put it on, it'll play the in. It'll play the the logo, and then it just craps out every single time. I, I think your TV kind of knew from your watching habits. I'll be like. You don't, won't like this show. Don't, Just don't, don't try. try. <laughs> it took me watching one whole episode of another show before I can switch it to uh, the Expanse, and then it'll play. Yeah, 
But if I play it straight away, it always craps out. So there was so I, look the first two episodes. It took me I think nearly a month before I could actually watch it because mm-hmm. of the, the issue. So that didn't help. No. That didn't help. Um, but the show was. I think uh, me and me and Serena were talking about this prior. It's it's not. It was designed mainly for audiences that had read the book. Yep. I obviously had no idea. I had no content uh, context about anything in in the show. Yeah. So for me, one of my major beef with it is I was very confused for the first three four episodes. Mm. It didn't. It probably took until like episode eight or nine before I can finally feel like. I can now. I feel like I get the world now. I feel like I get the characters, and I can finally see where this is all going. The first three, four episodes, because there's also a lot of jargon in this show. There's a lot of jargon. There's a lot of um, the, uh, there's different languages. Different languages. There's people on uh, in in the belt speak differently, yep. and I'm supposed to know that they speak differently, but. It doesn't make sense to me, and I have a very hard time listening to it. It's mm. still English, yep, but it's it's it that does it actually you would need to spend a lot of effort to figure out what they're actually saying, yeah. Um, and as a person who have no idea about the show, it's really, really hard for me to get into at the mm. start. Um, I also really, really didn't like the few. Or the first few characters that they try to get us uh, involved with. Um, so two of the leads, uh, Miller and Holden, and Holden. Oh god, I just want to slap both of them in the face so badly. And like, I guess if you don't like the main two characters, it makes it very hard to yeah, watch the rest of the show. I mean, I mean, now that you've explained Miller's kind of like uh, obsession, obsession, with... and and it kind of makes sense. I get him, but watching it from the show, it, I think that's the problem. Watching the show, there's a lot of nuances that I I miss. Yeah, there's a lot of things that I don't get, mm. and a lot of the character motivation isn't clear. And so for me, I'm just like, why the hell is Miller interested in this girl, and and why is he? you know, doing all of this... Hellbent to, to find, to find her. And, and it's not even clear when they do finally say, oh, I was actually in love with her. Really? Why? Like, uh, why are you in love with her? There's, there's no progression to show him... I know, or the thing is, like, they never even see each other in the first place, but uh-huh. there was nothing in the show to kind of show his slowly going from just a, not a job to slowly infatuation, to slowly falling in... Like, there's nothing, there's none of that. It's just gone from zero to a hundred in, like, the first two episodes. And you're like, what? I I don't get it. So anyway, um, and I hate his character. Just period. I hate his (laughs) character. Um, Holden, slightly less irritating, but also irritating in his own way because he's just this... Where do I begin (laughs) on him? Um... I don't know where to, where do I want to begin with Holden. <laughs> uh, in the book, Holden is <clears throat> portrayed as a very uh, fair and just person. Like mm. his 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 whole character is around being honorable 
and mm. being fair and that everyone should have access to all information so they could all make uh, an right. informed choice. Mm. Um, the right choice. The right choice. Because he... he 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 sees the best in people, mm. so he feels like if everyone has the same information, everyone would come to the same conclusion, mm. right? The same conclusion that humanity should work together to make it a better place, kind mm. of thing. And so he's constantly disappointed because people don't work that way. Mm. Um, as I mentioned to Peter before, the main bad guy in the books of the Expanse, if I could say bad guy, is humanity, mm. human nature. Um, that no matter what you discover, no matter whether there's an external threat or whatever, humans, like Earth and Mars, don't work together. They both try to exploit the situation. Oh, there's a there's a, an alien technology running rampant through our solar system. Um, instead of trying to get rid of it, we sh- should try and fight to get it first before the other person gets it so we could use it as a weapon against the other person. And you're like, I don't think that is wise (laughs) and so holden's character in this is that everyone who follows him uh sees him as this the perfect like the thing that all humans should strive for Mm -hmm. right being honorable and fair and just unfortunately but we don't see that in the show like (laughs) yes I, i i get it if that's what he was supposed to be and that yes he's trying to do the right like he, and he wants everyone else to do the yep. right thing but he doesn't show that in the show okay so here's he's... the thing in the tv show you don't get to see his thought processes mm-hmm. you only get to see his, his actions his resulting actions which is all idiotic <laughs> all of them unfortunately in this it leads to war <laughs> uh, because we're all jaded human beings us, <laughs> us you know us audience members are also jaded when we watch it on tv we can't help but feel that he's just kind of naive and kind idiotic. of yeah, yeah a little so a little idiotic. bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> as i said my perfect example about about his whole character is um um obviously there's spoilers <laughs> yeah yeah well obviously there's spoilers yeah um so there's a so they they get off um, the Donninger, which is which is the Martian uh, warship, warship that saves that, them. Yeah. That, saved them. Um, that warship is destroyed, okay, and a lot of Martians died um, trying to save them, okay, and obviously he takes that to heart. He's like, mm. oh, "These people saved it," okay. Uh, later on, later on in the in the in the season, they're on this mission to basically uncover something okay as they as they're going towards this unknown thing uh they get held down by another martian ship and they want to board them the martian patrol wants to board them and uh find out what they're doing yeah essentially they can't let the martians on board because the moment they do uh they'll (laughs) be discovered yeah so to speak yeah uh and so Amos, which is... Uh, I do like Amos, though, I must say. <laughs> uh, who's uh, just a trigger-happy, shoot-first-questions-later guy. An He's, amoral character. Amoral character, yeah. yeah. Um, is like, okay, we can't let them in, because if they do, uh, we're screwed. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shoot them if they come in. Mm-hmm. And if, if they board us, I will shoot them and kill them. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Holden... It's like, 
constantly harping about like, do you not remember how many Martians died to save our lives? Back when back, we were on the Donager. Back when we were on the Donager. And he's like, of course I do. But at this point in time, like this is Amos speaking, at this point in time, they're my enemies. So I'm going to have to deal with my enemies. And Holden decides to point the gun at Amos instead and basically say, no, 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 I will not let you do this. And the whole thing if, is if you like, If you shoot Martians, I will shoot you it's first. It's like... <laughs> I don't... I, I, I think the problem there, with. okay. It's like, Look, it's like he's, he's doing exactly what he needs to do. Like, Well, that's the thing, right? Like, Amos is right in the sense that at this point in time, Martians are our enemy and therefore we have to deal with our enemy because we've got a mission to complete mm. and, the, uh, and the Martians are in a way. Yeah. And he's uh, not like, I am not, I'm, he's not, it's not even like Amos is deliberately going out and shooting Martians. He's not doing that. It's like, look, if they board, I will have to shoot them. Yeah. Because that's just what I need to do. Yeah. It's not like I know they've helped us, so I'm not going out and shooting Martians. But at this point, they're going to stop us from completing what we need to do. So. Yes. <laughs> but but you see, um, Holden is also correct in saying a lot of Martians died to save us so that we got to this position. We need to respect that. And that is true to that point. Yes, respect. But um, <laughs> but when it compromises their own lives and their own safety, it's like, I don't see how that is a legitimate argument. <laughs> it's like, well, yeah, no, and not, not just that too, but there should be a loyalty between like crew members, yeah. from my point of view anyway. And um, him pointing a gun at Amos was not cool to me because mm. it's like, you have a person who's on the ship trying to protect you, mm. right? And protect this mission. And you think some strangers out in a ship, out in space, is more important than the person in the ship with you right now who's mm. trying to save your ass? Like, yeah. it, it seems... Like, there's a lot of problems I have with Holden. Like, as a character, he's... Mm-hmm. He's really weak in some respects. Like, like he's, he's, he's very strong being portrayed and, and the actions that he does, but... I think as a character, he's a weak character because I don't care about him at all. <laughs> um, and it's like, I, I don't... Mm, I don't know. I, I just... I don't find him interesting. Um, I think... Uh, this is where the book... This is where this TV show being a, <clears throat> originally a book comes in. In... At least well-written TV, uh, well-written book series, characters start off pretty flawed, mm. right? You don't want a perfect character. Yeah, of course. <laughs> right? Because you want them to grow throughout the series. Yeah. And I know for a fact that the author of the book, uh, James S.A. Corey, which is actually a pen name, is actually two guys, mm. uh, they had the series completely mapped out from start to finish before they wrote the first book. Mm-hmm. So they know where it's going to end. Yeah. Um, they're not writing one book after the other they, mm. they, they've planned on ahead so they know where these characters need to go yep. they want they know uh in an interview i've heard before they have said that james holden at the start of the show is a guy who you know had that kind of like you know innocent idea that everyone should have all information mm. and that they would be they would understand where they need to go from there mm. and they've said that near like later on in the series he would understand that it doesn't work that way. He still wants people to have the information, but he's learnt to um, temper 
his expectations of well, him. In no, no, <laughs> he, he won't. He won't release the information all in one go, and mm. he probably won't release them to everyone in the same time frame. He will release it over time, but he will do it in such a way that he's sure that he'll get the result he wants. In mm. a way, it's more manipulative. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's grown that mm. way, and he matures. And so, in the series, you, you that that happens. Mm. Now, in TV series, um, a lot of times. People don't do that. Like writers don't write characters in such a flawed way to start off with mm. because you don't know whenever the series will end. Yeah. People don't know when the, you're going to get a second series or a second season or a third season. Yeah. So you can't expect people... If, if you write a, a character that's too flawed, mm. people might not like it and you yeah. might not get a chance for them to grow. Yeah, to redeem themselves. <laughs> yeah. Now, I find it interesting that they decide that they're going to keep it that way, mm. you know, um, and... It's as you watch the season, the first season, and even the second season, you could tell they haven't told you anything. They haven't told you everything. Mm. They don't even try to tell you everything. Yeah. Um, considered uh, in comparison to the books, uh, they're really hoping to show the whole thing in TV series. Like mm. they're they're not going to try and condense it too much. Yeah. Um, so in that case, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how the cast and crew, like of the Rossinante, um. Evolve. Evolve and improve. <clears throat> now, because I've read the books already, mm. uh, when I first watched the TV show, I don't see any of the stuff you saw because everything was seen for a filter. Yeah. I um, Now that you mentioned some of the things, I understand, yeah, some of the conversation between the cast, uh, between the crew, are pretty bland and boring. Yeah. Like, they don't really have much interaction going on that's really worth thinking about. Mm. Like, if you think about TV series like Suits or, like, if it's a sci-fi thing, if you think about Killjoy, mm. like the interaction, or even or even Dark Matter, mm. right? The interaction between the cast, uh, between the crew, is more there's, snappy. There's, there's more substance in in in, in a sense mm. that there's more. It, it's an interaction that you can kind of see the quirkiness or, mm. or something of, that, of that, the individuals. Yeah. yeah. Whereas I think in 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 the Expanse, the problem was we do spend a lot of time with the crew on the Rasanati. Yeah. But they don't really interact well with each other. No. Um, and when they do interact, it's really forced, in my opinion. Like, mm. I, I find, like, they could have done without it, actually. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, is it is it because it was written wrong, uh, written bad? Or is it they've done this because these people didn't work together before? Mm. They are forced to be a crew together. Like, they're, they're forced into the situation. So... Are but they then, writing it this way so then, there's room But to then if, if that was the case, then I'd expect there to be more conflict. But right. there's also not enough conflict here. It's like the conflicts are there, but then it kind of gets pushed aside after a while. Like, that, they, like they do bring up a bit of conflict about, you know, why is Holding in charge, you know, yeah. at that start, you know. But then that kind of just drops off and they just accept Hand it. Hand wave. And just, <laughs> yeah, it's it just... If, if it was a crew that didn't work well because together because of the personalities i expect personality clashes everywhere not in not just like here and there but if it's someone that you just can't work with it it will it will come out in everything right it, it will come in every little thing but because they also don't have time to show you that we just get these really awkward moments between the crew and it's like is it supposed to be awkward or is it just really badly written? i don't know <laughs> I, I, I seriously don't know um but yeah, I, I found the crew of the Rossinante to be really uninteresting. Like they just don't 
interest me and I found it and unfortunately because the show is like you know focused on them for like so much of it it's really hard to be excited <laughs> um okay so this is this brings up another thing I watched both seasons of it mm. season one and two yeah uh season one took me I think a couple of weeks mm. uh season two I watched all last night mm. um so Certain things happen in season two mm-hmm. that you haven't seen yet. When you were asking for conflict, mm. it does happen mm. again later. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned that they bring it up and then it goes away. Mm. And then they bring it up and you know nothing really resolves. Because one of the interesting things here is in the book, um, everything happens in a longer time frame. Mm. Because of the fact that people are traveling through space. Yep. Things are happening, you know, weeks. It takes weeks for things to happen and for things to develop. So the scope is much bigger. You're yeah. not just talking about the crew, but you're also talking about the the political landscape of the solar system. And uh, <clears throat> so things uh, do get explained. Mm. Like the, the, the crew, um, they would say things like, oh, um, things might not be resolved and it might be simmering under the surface, but we have other things to do, mm. right? They'll mention things like that or whatever. And, and you'd understand. Yep. Um, and that is the way of books, isn't it? Right. Mm. You will have long spans of when nothing happens. Yep. And so you don't talk about it much. Yep. And then you'll always only bring up the instances where something happens. Mm. That's what books are. Yep. Now in a TV series, um, in this TV series, everything is condensed. Mm. Like it seems to happen within a span. This whole season seemed to happen in a span of a few weeks, yeah. <laughs> right? Because they they don't do a very good sh- job at showing how much time has passed. Mm. Because to be honest, Fred Johnson has mentioned when the Rosinante went out to discover uh, the scopuli and what was on the scopuli or what wasn't on the scopuli, mm. and then they went to Eros and yeah. they tried to find where Eros was. Yeah. He actually mentioned that they were off like afterwards. Yeah. They were gone for like they were out of contact for weeks. Yeah. Or there were a couple of days when they didn't even know where they went. Yeah. And when you think about it that way, that five minutes that we saw when they were discussing about what to do with the sample yeah. of po- uh, protomolecules, mm. we only saw five minutes of that, but apparently that was days, Yeah. right? Um, so the TV series has been really bad at showing you that this, this whole season has actually been going on for months, mm. but because there's only 10 episodes, yeah. we thought it was all finished really quickly. Um, because of that, it seems like to us that the crew had dealt with all their issues yeah, really, really quickly. quickly. Yeah, yeah. Right. Whereas I guess in a book, it has time to explain, you know, that, yeah. you know, these things doesn't just go away, yeah. you know, that's, but there was been the whole week since, you know, that incident or something like yeah. it, there's time for you to kind of. And also because you guys are all living together on that ship. Yeah. If you blow up, there's nowhere for you to go, right? Like, if you need to blow up, you blow up on a station because yeah. at least you can then leave. Yeah. If you blow up on a ship, mm. you're stuck with this person for weeks yeah. on end. So you kind of don't want to yeah. do that. But then, but then, so that's something that we're missing, like, as, a, as, as an audience member. Yep. I'm missing that because I'm not getting that time span. I'm not yep. getting that time frame. So it just seems like everything's just, like, shrugged off yeah. left, right, and center. And... Yep. and I know that's not what they wanted to, but it's just the way that the show has been shot. Presented, in, presented. Yeah. It, it just seems like it's condensed everything together, yep. right? Um, and one thing about that whole condensing is I'm also not getting the whole... Um, I'm not getting that grand scale of mm. everything that's happening behind. 
the scenes. The yeah. scenes. Like, I'm not getting the politics. I'm not getting the intrigue between Earth and Mars and, and Belt. Like, where do they sit with each other? How do mm. they... And I think mainly because in in the first season, we're so focused on the Rosanati, um, those things are kind of just brought up, but you don't really get to uh, delve into. Mm. And I think the problem is... At the moment, how I look at season one, it's just like there's this crisis. And then before I can really, you know, deal with the crisis, there's another crisis and another crisis. And it's just like going up, yep. up, 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 up. I like shows when, you know, you've got the crisis, but then you've got the aftermath of the crisis where you can actually talk about or it shows you what's what what, what actually happened. What, yep. what, what, what happened to that incident and mm. how does it lead to everything around it? Now, yeah. because it is such a short season, they don't have time to show that. Mm. So they have to kind of go to the next major point. Yep. But then for me, because there's no downtime to kind of process all of that, mm. I lose the... I think it loses some of its impact as well. Yeah. Because I don't have time to process the, 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 the difficulties that everyone's dealing with. I don't have time to process the emotions that people are going through. But there's another one that's already coming. I, I'm already, you know, thrust into a second scenario. So, yeah. for me, and this is this isn't, I think, a problem. I think this is a problem because the show was uh, was only given a ten episode, uh, ten episode yeah. season, um, whereas some other shows um, that has like you know twenty something episodes would be able to show that a lot better yeah. and be able to show the reactions. show the reactions and show the intrigue, show the you know behind the scenes things like and and i think that would have worked a lot better for me because a lot of things like oh mars have like after the announcements made by james holden mars and earth has redeployed their armies Mm. like all you get from that like all we heard from that was like snippets from tv news uh, you know the newsreels on the tv or like in articles that they read on their phone and that's all you get you don't really feel the ramifications of what he said like you don't see it like you don't see you know, the Mars, you know, actually moving, actually deploying, you know, yeah. big fleets and to, you know, and you don't see any of that. And it's like, I miss some of that because yeah. it's, it's like, um, you know, if, if, because a, a lot of those um, scenes uh-huh. needs to be that grand scale you see all the ships moving like yeah. that. And that's how you can see, I don't know, this is getting serious. Yeah. If you're just focusing, if you're just telling me that, oh yeah, uh, they're redeploying now, that could be yeah. Anything, but you right? see, it's because visually it's not very impressive. If you say that they were fighting, mm. like they're redeployed and they're skirmishing and there's fights and there's guns fights, that you could show on show, yeah. on TV. Yeah, but they don't. No, the whole point is no one shoots a single thing. Yeah, they're redeploying. They're posturing. Yeah, no one's doing anything. Yeah. So how do you show that kind of tension? Yeah, yeah. On screen. Well, I think you can, but it just needs a lot more time. You need build up yeah. to it. And so and without more episodes, they can't show yeah. that. And so, um, and unfortunately for me, the part where I love the most about the show is all that intrigue um, part of, of the show. Yeah. But it shows so little of it. I'm just like, Ugh. I understand. <laughs> it's like, give me more. Uh, which will, let's, let's go on to the part which I actually like about the show. <laughs> Now, we both agree that this is 
we, we like this part of the show. Like, this is the reason why we keep watching yeah. it more than anything else. Yeah. Um, and that's because of the character, uh, Christian Avasala. Yeah, Avasarala. Avasarala. <laughs> they call her Christian in the show. They never call her by her last name. I, I can't pronounce it yet. <laughs> you see, in the books, they always just say Avasarala. And because I listened to the audiobook, yeah. that's the name Fair I know. Um, but... Oh my god, she is literally hands down the best character in the show. Yes, and and I and literally I watched through season one because I want to watch her. <laughs> I, I I would say, and I would watch season two just so I can watch her again. Because, There's more of her in season yeah. two, um, but she is such an amazing character. Oh, I brilliant her. actress, uh-huh. like amazing actress, and the way she portrays her character and the characters is actually interesting and is in contrast to everyone else I hated because you know she actually uses her brains and thinks through things and actually does things so that you know she can get what she wants out of path of people <laughs> I really like a character that's actually smart instead of like let's just let's just you know don't think about this and just broadcast what I know to the world because that's going to be be a great idea well okay in in the in the in the the tv show they made it a slightly different thing like they made it like we're about to be boarded by martian like you know uh like army dudes and we need to safeguard ourselves by broadcasting this so people know where we go where we went if we suddenly disappear they know where we went they kind of try to explain it that way yeah but anyway uh but no um Avrasarala. Avrasarala. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love, love her, her costume, by the way. <laughs> like, it feels like to me, because the whole show, every other character are always in uniform, mm. right? When they're on Tycho Station, the Tycho people are always wearing the Tycho Station, like, jumpsuit. Everyone's wearing a jumpsuit, yeah. right? <laughs> There's not a lot of budget to go with, like, <laughs> costumes, pretty much. Different colour jumpsuits with, like, different names stuck on it, which, don't, don't get me wrong, it makes sense, yes. right? If, if you're on a spaceship, I understand. Um, but it seems like because of that, the costume department put all their effort <laughs> onto what Christian Avasarala wears, because... It's amazing. What she wears is so pretty it's to look at. Exquisite. Like like it not only fits her character, but it like it fits what she's doing as yeah. well. Um everything like it, it, it even comes down to, you know, they deal with like uh her culture. Everything's like really, really well balanced. Like yeah. like they put some um as you said, they put some Indian uh style Motives. but then but then modernize it and so everything's just like really glamorous. But yeah. at the same time, it fits her age as well because she's not a young person. like she's not a really young uh um character. character. But it still gives her that kind of um spring in, yeah, in, yeah. in like, her character. She, she's still vain in a way. Yeah. Like she's not she's not just wearing a sack. No. Right? No. Like, like she has a station that she needs to be at. Like yep. you know, I'm I'm a UN you know dip, well not diplomat, but she's a she's a administrator, right? Yeah. And uh but she's a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And the clothes she wears is part of the tools mm. that she had. Yeah. Like, uh, and like she oozes out like um, that that seniority that that yeah. that um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like she oozes authority. Authority, yeah. yeah. She oozes like amounts authority out. And they start her. They introduce <laughs> her by having her torture yeah. someone. Not not like 
obviously. No, no. Right? She's just hanging someone by hooks. Not that the hooks were embedded in mm. his body, but she's letting gravity do the work, which is actually quite... I understand, like Peter did say before, that it was um, confusing because Mm. you don't know who these people are. You don't even know what a belter is. Mm. Like, why is this guy being hung up from a from these hooks and why yeah. does he hurt or in pain mm. because you you didn't you read the book read, right yeah. whereas i read the book so i see this oh in the books they didn't have this oh really yeah. right like so you're like oh, at least i don't remember it because i've watched the tv show twice now yeah, i'm yeah. kind of forgetting which things are in the book yeah. which is in a tv show but you're watching this and you're like holy crap this is brutal mm-hmm. like she's she's really ruthless and you only see this again. Like this repeats. Like family friends, she she betrays a family yeah. friend for her for her um, work. Yeah. Um, later on, she goes and visits the family friend's um, husband because her family friend has supposedly killed himself because of what she did. <laughs> yeah, because of what she did. Like the guy has lost all rep- his, lost his reputation, lost yeah. his job, lost everything, and so he kills himself. Mm. And she goes to his house. And she goes to the husband and say, I, I need time to grieve. I need to say goodbye properly. So mm. can I please, you know, Have essentially walk you know, walk around your house and look at his stuff. Yeah. Um, and we learn to see that, you know. She's not really <laughs> grieving. She's there to spy. And you're like, wow. I, I don't, like any other character. And you would think that's so despicable. I know, right? Like, but, how could you do that? But when she does it, you kind of are like, oh, maybe she, like, and I think that's, that's what I love about her. Like, Put into any other person doing that, you'd be like, oh my god, what a... Ugh. Like, yeah, like yeah. You, you despise that person straight away. But she manages to put... She also... She has authority and she has that power, but she also has that vulnerability in her to make you go like, oh... You, you trust that what she does is not for her own yeah. sake. Like, she she lies to people. Yep. She she does every... Like, she's despicable. Mm. But you could trust that what she's doing she's is for the greater, greater good. good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you can... You, you, you always feel like you can trust in her in doing yeah. that. So, even though what she's doing is totally wrong and bad, you kind of like... But you always you you want to you want to give the excuse you want to make the excuse yeah. for her, um, give with, her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and it's like, and that's why I love her character because she manages to make me want to do and, that. And you feel like everything she does is done with at least with as much information she could. Like she's informed. Yeah. Whereas on the other hand, you see James Holden, and you feel like you're flailing. <laughs> <laughs> you have no clue what's going on, and yet. You do. You try to do everything you can, mm. and look, um, it's it's annoying. It's an annoying trait he has, but that is a crucial part of his character. Mm. That is actually, um, like later on in the books, certain people in the book rely on him being like that, and right. they try to manipulate things by Through using him. his flaw. Yeah. Right. So I can see why they have to keep him like that in the TV series yeah. because. Certain things won't work otherwise. <laughs> yeah, if he if he's too secretive, you know, things don't just yeah won't get you know. He out. has to be like that. Um, so, <laughs> like, oh man, I love her so much. I know, right? Uh, I just love. Her. Oh, it's and like... her profanities. Like <laughs> she just swears all up and down, and I just love watching it. Like even in the books, like she does that, right? Mm. But she says, like at least you hear from her point of view she does it on purpose Mm. because people don't expect a woman of her station like you know a grandmother like Mm. a grandmotherly figure to be swearing the way she does and she does it on purpose yeah Uh, she does it on purpose to get people off guard Mm. and and to off balance them um 
I don't know whether I like that idea that she that it's not actually natural to her that mm. she's doing it to get people you know put people off balance mm. um, in the TV series I feel like that's just what she is like, like yeah, she yeah. Just, it's just yeah she's just saying it because that, that's who she is <laughs> um, but yeah so if anything I would say you know watch the show because of her oh she's amazing like I as it one of the best characters I've seen in a while and great portrayal and yep. Actually, what is the actress's, actress's name? name? Sho Shore. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce it. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, I'm just looking at her um, the fandom wiki, which doesn't actually mention the. Oh, okay, Shore. Oh, yeah, I can't. I can't pronounce that. Yeah, but she is awesome. Yeah, I I need to like look at other stuff that she's done now because she was absolutely amazing in this. <laughs> Yeah, but there's this is a thing, right? Like, I'm pretty sure her other characters are nothing like this. Yeah. And I don't know whether I want to mix that up. True. Right now, like, later on, maybe. <laughs> right now, I just want to see more of Christian Avasara. Yeah. Because, um, that, that's the thing, right? Surprisingly, okay. With all the other characters, <clears throat> I read the book and they're they're in my mind. Like, they've been cemented in my mind yeah. what they're like. Yeah. And so when I watched the TV series, I didn't have your problems because i already had in my mind what who these like characters and... are like yeah, yeah you know um whereas for christian avasarala when i was reading the book i had a hard time visualizing her mm. because of the fact she had said she's a grandmotherly figure mm. but she also swears like a sailor mm. and that she's also the hidden power behind earth yeah. so i had a hard time imagining what she would look like yeah <clears throat> uh so when i watched the tv series and i see this figure hmm. that cemented this character for me yeah. because in the book she is not that she's not important she is but she's she's on the same level as Fre- uh, Fred Johnson yeah um, which is they're there yeah. and they'll give out missions or yeah. they'll give out you know whatever ultimatums but, yeah. but they're not the main character you don't see the action yeah right you, you don't see her plotting yeah because yeah. that's just behind the scenes you mm. do in some of the later books but definitely not in the first one she doesn't exist in the first one mm. um whereas in the tv series <clears throat> she's more important than fred johnson in some situations oh yeah totally right? <laughs> like she she's trying to make earth see sense like don't fire on mars yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. this is this is know, a really bad idea yeah. we don't have all the information yet, yeah yeah <laughs> so um, she's a much more active character. Mm. Um, and I'm just interested because I could see a lot of people liking her character. Mm. And I've already watched the second se- se- season and she's in a lot more of it. But then the story does revolve around her a lot more. Mm. I'm just interested to see whether they give her a much bigger role mm. in later seasons, even though she doesn't exist so much okay. in the books. Because, right. you know, it happens, right? When a TV series, certain characters are more popular. Yeah, yeah. They get written they get given more screen time. Yeah. That's just the way it is. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing whether... I wonder if there's... If they'll like kind of maybe try and condense different storylines onto her so that she can become more important. Because um, I know some, some, some TV shows when they have a character who wasn't that important but then becomes really popular, they'll try to weave it so that they're... The yeah, they, they they merge multiple characters yeah, into her. Yeah, yeah, so then she can kind of take over that role. I wonder if that's possible in in, in this one. Not that I've read it, so yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say anything because <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, okay. 
And I think that pretty much is what all we have to say about we the have to say about the expanse. Um, fairly short discussion on the expanse. <laughs> Only just because I can't. <laughs> I think it's really difficult in actually for this one because um, Serena's read the book and yep. she's had a very different outtake of yep. the show than I have. And I've, as I said, I've not read anything about it and I had a lot of issues with it. Mm. So there wasn't a lot of common ground apart from Christian. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. Look, even if we have differing opinions, that's fine. I, I feel like I can't give it... I, I now realise after you've said what you said, I realise I can't give it a, a standalone opinion opinion yeah. yeah because i think a lot of what i watched mm. because i was watching that that while i was actively reading one of the later right. books so for me when i was watching this tv series when i was first watching it mm. i was interested to see mm. how they would portray what was in the book yeah. visually yeah. um how they were giving out the information in what order mm-hmm. because i was interested to see avasarala yeah. in this first season because as i said she didn't exist in the book yeah um I was interested to see where the first season ended mm-hmm. because that was not the fir- end of the first book. Yeah. Uh, and so I was watching it with that kind of mind frame. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted just to see... Uh, to me, uh, the stations and the belters, uh, visually, they don't entice me. Mm. Um, so when I was watching the TV series, I was like, oh, everything's so dirty. <laughs> Like, I wanted to see more of Earth. And I knew that wasn't possible because it wasn't yeah. in the book. Um, so that was, if anything, that was the only thing that I was saw in the show that wasn't filtered yeah. by the book. Everything was, okay, so this is this scene. Oh, yeah. this is this scene. Oh, this part came from later in third book and mm. they brought it along. Uh, so even when I'm watching the season, second season, mm. it was the same. Because yeah. I'm just, uh, it's very strange to me because... I'm watching this with the knowledge, with the foreknowledge of yeah. what happens way later on. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there are certain moments where I'm like, because especially since I watch rewatch season one, mm. I'd be like, wow, um, this moment where they're all stuck in this ship and they don't have air, it seems like it's a life-ending situation. And it is. Mm. But I know that they're going to be fine. Mm. And I'll be like, you don't know what else is coming for you. <laughs> you, you have no idea the kind of crap it's going to hit the with, fan yeah. later on. And later on, when they find out more and more things, I'm like, you still haven't gone there yet. Mm. You haven't gone to where I've gone yet. Yeah. Like, things are going to go much worse for you guys. Um, and it's, it's interesting to watch it from that point of view. Mm. It, hasn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't detract. Like, the, sometimes, and the perfect example is the Harry Potter movies. Mm. I've watched all the movies yep. after I read the books. Yep. I make sure I read the book first. Yep. Read them. The only one that I didn't do that was the last two movies, which is the last book. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. you didn't read the last no, book? No, no, no. Oh. Because I decided, okay, I've done this for the whole entire series, right? I read the book first. Mm. This time I want to watch the movie without knowing how it ends. Okay. Right? So both of them. Uh, because, you know, part one and part two. I was bored crapless watching that movie. I don't know how you think about it. Those woodland scenes, wood scenes where they're just walking through nowhere. Mm. I'm just like, why is this two movies? You don't need to make this two movies. It yeah. could be one movie. So I've watched it all. Then I tried to read the book mm-hmm. and I couldn't read the book. Oh, really? I couldn't get past chapter one. 
Oh, wow. Because firstly, chapter one was not revolving around them. Yeah. It was from, you know, the bad guy's point yeah. of view. And also, I already know the ending. Mm. And I also saw that really boring wood scene. Mm. And I know it's in the book. And this book is really thick. <laughs> and I don't want to go through that. Because if a, if a two-hour movie bores me, imagine, like, because they will go into further depth in a book, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to deal with that. So I never, I've never finished a book. Oh. I, I don't know how it ends in a book. Oh. I, I've never read it. Wow. And you call yourself a fan? Have I? Have I really, though? <laughs> <laughs> says the person who bought like how much stuff yeah uh, I bought them but I never said I was a fan <laughs> so you're not a fan then I didn't say hey look, 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 there's a difference right there, there's a, there's a, it's like how people say oh you must be a Star Wars fan because you watched them the first week and you know you really like mm-hmm. their stuff you had the Sphero you know, yeah, BB-8 and stuff and I'm like yeah but I don't know any of the trivia <laughs> right if you ask me some of the stuff that I don't know like I, I didn't know that the Wookiees were supposed to be like the, um, and my yeah. mind's blanking. Uh, well, when you're talking about Trek or Star Wars? Star Wars. Oh my God. You just said Star Trek before. Really? Yes. Okay, Star Wars. You're I'm talking still about Star Trekkie. No, Star Wars, Star Wars. <laughs> but even the same, even with Star Trek, I've rewatched all of them, right? Mm. Or oh, I'm in the middle of rewatching all of them. Yeah. I still don't know the trivia. I don't mm. read that stuff. But anyway, so with this series, and I'm, Losing my train of thought here. Um, <clears throat> it's uh, <laughs> it, it, it's it's always hard when you're you when you kind of know what's happening and you're watching something sweet that you already know that it's going to happen, but you just kind of see like how it's going to play out. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Look, I think at the end of the day, though, uh, would I recommend this show to other people? I'm like, if you're a sci-fi fan. Sure, give it a go. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the one of the uh, descriptions that I had initially when I was watching this was like, imagine Game of Thrones in sci-fi. I don't think you should say that to people. No, no, and I think that's really bad. Yeah, it's, that's it's a, not fair. Th- no, because um, look, maybe the book is more like that. I wouldn't they say so either. But Look, I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but from what I know of Game of Thrones, like this is nothing like, like that. It. No, okay. it's not. And the whole if you're wanting to watch this for a lot of like, you know, the political intrigue, no. it's not here, no. at least not in the TV series. It's mm. not there. Um you can maybe see if you squint hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> but in general sense, it's not really about that. It, it, it's it's it that the show doesn't revolve around that. So if that's what was what you were wanting for, then I would say probably don't watch it. In saying that, if you do like sci-fi, do give it a go. Um as I said, I I just found it really difficult myself, but maybe other people would have a better uh better opinion of it. <laughs> um I would say watch it anyway because of Christian Avatarra <laughs> because she's that good. <laughs> I'd like to add to that though. Okay, I just remembered one part, one reason why I both like the book and this TV series so mm. much, uh, especially when you've been reading, uh, when you've been watching Star Wars and Star Trek or even Dark Matter or, um, or Killjoy. Mm. The physics in this show mm. or in this book, that's like, a character of its own. Like when spaceships move through space in this show, when, when objects move through space in this show, um, the things inside 
these objects mm. gets affected. Okay. Right? Like, no, no. As you see, they get pumped full of drugs oh, yeah, yeah, when yeah, yeah. they when they go somewhere because you can't you can't sustain that kind of that yeah, kind yeah. of pressure and that force on your body. Yeah. Um, when things flip around, the people inside the ship gets flipped around. Mm. Right? You know how in Star Trek the ships can go can maneuver however they want, and everyone inside is perfectly fine because they got dampeners, they've got magic gravity, and everyone's always staying on the <laughs> ground. Um, whereas in this, you. You know, obviously, because we got better technology now, mm. you can film better. So people would be floating, or yeah. they'll be touching the ground. You have mag boots, and they need mag boots. People need to be wearing the their um the vac suits inside the ship because, and you see this even um right at the start when they're on the donager and mm. they're all strapped into their seat because if you're not strapped into the seat and yeah. you do a maneuver, everyone gets splattered. That's actually something that gets mentioned in the book, like. If some unfortunate soul was in the in the corridor mm. and then the ship had to accelerate or something, you're splattered. Mm. Like, you're gone. Yeah. Um, and remember how they had one more crew member at the yeah. start of the show that kind of get killed? And I forgot his name. Um, that, was, that was something interesting. You get shot. Like, a spaceship gets shot in yeah. space and it'll get punctured with holes. Yeah. That doesn't mean it'll instantly explode. Yeah. Right? And the people inside don't necessarily instantly die. Mm. They have that really interesting scene where they now have to try and seal up yeah, yeah, yeah. the room. Um and then they'll have air. They won't die. Mm. Uh and but then they'll run out of it. <laughs> yeah. Um and all this this stuff doesn't get mentioned probably because for me, sci fi is a fairly new addition to the kind of books I read. Mm. Because before, sci-fi for me always felt really heavy. Mm. And they used to be very heavy books. Um, and they're more lighter mm. sci-fi books now. But they all seem to, for me anyway, kind of hand wave the whole uh, physics yeah. of moving th- through space. And this one, they don't. Yeah. They embrace it. Like mm. everything is around oh, this. I, I, yeah, I must say like the... the- detail and the accuracy of 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 science is very high in this yeah and i think yeah people who do like the science would really embrace it because that is something that i'd had noticed but um it wasn't enough to cover the flaws for the story unfortunately (laughs) for me um but yes (laughs) well they also mentioned things like in this in the stations and you know how they do a spin Yeah, yeah, yeah If you're closer to the surface you get a different gravitate uh, you get different amount of gravity Mm. than if you were near the center of the yeah. station. So all that stuff gets mentioned, and um, I I appreciate that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So if you if you if you're into that sort of thing, but as look, I'm like, I would say you know people if you want to, or at least you know, uh, if you want to watch a current sci-fi show, then The Expanse is probably one of the better ones. Yeah. Ones because there's actually not that much out there at the moment anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it sounds really bad. I'm not trying to diss it, but. It's just so many things I didn't I think like it didn't it. help that your friend told you it was like a Game of Thrones. Mm, probably not. Um, okay, so that's um, The Expanse. Mm. Oh, season one of Expanse anyway. Mm-hmm. I will be watching season two. Just saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even, though, even though I've been probably, you know, bagging about the show for the last half hour, but... I will be watching season two. <laughs> I think you should read the books before re- watching season two because I just want to know what your feelings are like after you've read the books and then you go and revisit it and you're like, oh, this I don't know makes if more I sense. Wanna, I don't know if I want to... Uh, I don't know. I don't you, know if, I, if I'm, if I'm going to 
be that dedicated to read the books now. <laughs> I really don't. Maybe, maybe. Uh, so, what are we going to do next, Serena? We are going to watch the movie The Greatest Showman. Yay. Musical, again. Hugh Jackman <laughs> musical. <laughs> we like musicals. We so. do, we do. And uh, one of the reasons we chose it also because, as I said, I'm leaving in like three weeks' time. So, something that we can both watch and talk yeah. about within like a two week period. A book is probably not going to happen, and mm. neither is a TV show. So yeah, <laughs> so it's like, oh, what's the thing that we can watch, like you know, soon-ish that we can talk about? So, well, that's the other thing. I mean, like to be honest, it should be a book because looking at my uh, Goodreads list uh, and me trying to get fifty books this year, mm-hmm. I am currently on. I'm trying to wait for it to load. How many books have I managed to finish? <laughs> Because I, how many days do we have left? Five days, six days. Hmm. I have forty-three. Oh, seven books to go. In five days. Better I get think, reading. I, I don't think I'll be able. If I have to edit this podcast as well, I don't think that's possible. <laughs> if they're audio books, maybe. I still got that book um, that my friend get, uh, lent to me after our, our episode of. Uh, uh, that TV series, the one that written by the guy who wrote um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, uh, Dirk Gently. Yeah, Dirk Gently. Um, my friend was really disappointed with my view of Dirk Gently. So he lent me the book and said, you need to read the book. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have that, but it's a physical book. It's a, physical, it's a hardcover physical book. I feel like I should go and buy the audio book. <laughs> this is really hard for me. Just holding that book and flipping the pages, it was like, I can't do anything else. I had to sit here and, and put eyeballs to, you know, page. page. <laughs> I could be doing other things. It, it's called reading and, and you know, pay, giving, giving reading its, you know, attention that it, should, <laughs> it deserves and not be, you know fluffing around and doing random other stuff when you could be actually paying attention to the book. I pay attention to an audiobook. Uh-huh. You just mentioned that you don't pay attention <laughs> with a book boring. boring. If it's boring, I don't. <laughs> anyway. anyway, yes. <laughs> okay, so uh, we are going to do The Greatest Showman uh, next, which is actually going to be pretty soon. <laughs> I think we should book our ticket soon. Yes, we should. Want to watch it tonight? Can't watch it tonight. Mm. I'm hungry and eat first. Yeah. Uh, okay, and um, let's do our closing. Closing. Okay, so you can find our show notes at triggerpointfm.com forward slash one five. Um, you can find us on Twitter at triggerpointfm. Uh, email us at triggerpointfm at gmail.com. You can find us on YouTube by searching Triggerpoint Podcast. And now we also have Facebook, which is facebook.com com forward slash trigger point fm uh, i will be posting some of the, well a picture of my christmas tree peter has nothing to contribute to our social media streams of any sort <laughs> shape or form i am not a social media person mm, <laughs> no comment and uh well 
I guess I'll see you next time, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, Have a Merry Christmas, everyone. Have a Merry Christmas. I'm now going to wait for happy Peter. New year. And, uh, <laughs> and Happy New Year. And Happy New Year because we won't see you until the year. So uh, until then. Yep. Bye. Ta-da.